All right, we made it. It's a Friday. We're heading into the weekend, and what a busy, busy weekend it is. You know, coming from home into the station today, I can tell you this. There are a hell of a lot of people downtown, and people don't know where the hell they're going. You know, a lot of people from out of town, a lot of out of town license plates. So I guess we have to be understanding. But, man, just be prepared because people don't know where they're going. I had to slam on my brakes twice and honk the horn a couple of times just getting to the station. All right. It is a beautiful afternoon. We've got some rain coming. But right now, let's just focus on this, okay? It's Friday. Reach over there and crank it up because this is what you have been working for. All right. What is it that, what is it that Taylor Swift and Kelly Clarkson do? In the shower that not many people do. I don't mean together, but when they're, when they're in the shower, when they take a shower, when Taylor Swift and Kelly Clarkson take a shower, they do this in the shower. Uh, I don't, I mean, I guess I've heard of this, but it's not something that I would do in the shower. We'll tell you about that a little bit later. Huge NFL games this weekend, none bigger than the Saints and the Giants in the Caesar Superdome Sunday afternoon. This is a huge game. If you're a Saints fan, you should be very, very concerned. Because if your team doesn't go out there and show that they really want to play and really want to kick ass, they're going to get their butts beat. So I hope the Saints are ready to go. I hope they play like they did in the last half of the game last week against the Panthers. And it, it's just, it's up to the Saints. I mean, they can, they can prove it, but uh, the Giants are, are really hot right now. And they're rallying around this this young quarterback, Tommy uh, Tommy Cutlet. His real name is Tommy DeVito, but his nickname is Tommy Cutlet. He's a typical New, a New York Italian. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I'm just describing him. And uh, he's doing really well. Three wins in a row. Um, Saquon Barkley's a good running back. And uh, Dante Banks, I think, is the name of the cornerback. The Giants have a really good cornerback. And he's a rookie. So the Giants are coming to town, and there are going to be a lot of Giants fans in the Dome. I hope if you have Saints tickets, I hope you didn't sell your tickets to a Giants fan. I hope you plan on going, or I hope you gave your tickets to a Saints fan, because we need the Dome. We need the Dome for us. We need to have that Dome field advantage. And that hasn't always uh, turned out to be um, as beneficial as it uh, should be, uh, considering home field advantage in the NFL in general. So uh, we'll, we'll talk about that this afternoon. Look, I'm going to be positive about the Saints, but it's up to the Saints. They have to do it. And they can't come out and just run up the middle. They have to establish a running game, obviously, but they can't come out and be predictable. I think Taysom Hill and Rashid Shahid are back, which is, is really good news. I'm going to be confident about the Saints, but again, it's up to them to come out and play with intensity. I mean, from the very beginning of the game. And... The way they played in the last half of the game last Sunday was was really good, and Derek Carr was really good. And there were a lot of Panthers receivers that were wide open, and their young quarterback, Bryce Young, just missed them. So the Saints defense better be ready because the, the, the Giants, I mean, the Giants have the slightest playoff hope, the wild card playoff hope. And, and for the Giants, it, it, it hasn't been... Uh, it hasn't been uh, any time recently when the Giants were like uh, maybe headed to the playoffs, at least possibly. So Giants fans are really excited. That team is going to come here. and They're going to be really excited. But before that, it's the uh, the RNL Delivery Bowl, uh, and that's uh, that's coming up on Saturday afternoon with the Raging Cajuns from Lafayette and the uh, Gamecocks from uh, South Carolina. And just uh, coming in from West End, uh, driving in between the Dome and the Smoothie King Center just uh, a little while ago. 
the uh, Raging Cajuns have their truck pulled up, and the Gamecocks have their truck pulled up, so they're going to get ready for that. And, man, think about the quick turnaround. So they're getting ready for the uh, the bowl game between the Raging Cajuns and the South Carolina Gamecocks. They've got to they've got to break down all that equipment, get that out of there, so the NFL equipment can come in there and they can broadcast the uh, Saints Giants game. Which again, I think because of this this young quarterback, I think a lot of the country is going to see this see this game. I'm Scoot on the air. It is Friday. I told you we'd get here before you knew it, and uh, here we are, Friday afternoon, and this is going to be one crazy weekend. Tomorrow is going to be total insanity on the roads and in the stores. So if you're heading out, just be very patient. Also, Madonna fans are bashing her on social media because her concert started really late. Madonna's known for taking the stage late. But now fans are becoming outraged. And it seems like these superstars are showing total disrespect for their fans. I don't care if you're Madonna or who you are. You show disrespect for your fans, and your fans should turn on you. I mean, can you remember a concert where it really started so late that you were just mad at the artist by the time they came on stage? Well, we'll talk about that because Madonna was was very, very late, and she's kind of known for that. All right, if you want to join us with a comment this afternoon, the Oakland Heart Jewelers talk and text line is 504-260-1870. 504-260-1870. And uh, we've got some great bumper music planned for you today. A lot of uh, good Christmas songs, very energetic Christmas songs coming up on the show today. And Ian Hoke is our senior producer. He's at the controls in the other studio. Good afternoon, sir. Good afternoon to you two as well. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm so interested in the topic about what Kelly Clarkson and Taylor Swift do in the shower. Do they, like, wash each other's hair? No, I'm not talking do... about them in, in the shower together. I'm talking as two individuals, they both do this in the shower. Oh. They're not together. Well, that's... That's not fun. I, I guess know. that's still a good topic, but it's far less interesting than what I was thinking. Well, it doesn't mean you can't think that. At, at the risk of sounding a bit sophomore. Well, you see, all of this is about, you know, radio, media. It's all about the headlines. So I created the headline, what do Taylor Swift and Kelly Clarkson both do in the shower that not many people do? But they're not in the shower together. (laughs) That's good. That's good copy. And um, anyway, no, I'm going to pass on that joke. Yeah. I was going to say something about... Never mind. No, you can tell me later. I wasn't. No, it it, it was just it, it wasn't. Uh, it, it might be insulting. So it's not that it was that um, naughty. It was just uh, it would be kind of uh, degrading. So I'm not going to say it. My thumbs hurt. They do. Yeah, I've been telling you all week. I got the the maybe the beginnings of uh, carpal tunnel syndrome or something. It hurts when I type. It hurts when I text. I don't know what to do about it. That's not good. No, it's and it, it's the kind of thing that like if you don't take care of it early, it gets way worse. So of course it's exact. I, it's a bad time of year to say, "Well, I can't come to work today because I have to go to Union Creek and my thumb hurts or something." Yeah. You know, I'm traveling next week. I don't know what the hell I'm going to do about this. And hey, don't you don't you uh, find it interesting that on on, on this radio Ouch. show on this radio show we uh, we like to share our uh, pain and suffering with the audience. You know, I'm, I'm sitting here in a sling because I fractured my elbow trying yeah, to roller skate. You've got problems with your thumbs. We're playing hurt. Yeah, we'll, we'll be talking about our um, surgery scars a little bit later in the show. Yeah, okay. All right, let's see. Oh, I want to thank everybody who showed up yesterday at Perfume Headquarters. <laughs> I mean, it was awesome. And that was I mean, great. people, so, somebody came in and bought the cologne that I wear, and uh, that's not uh, that's not cheap stuff. We're going to be back at Perfume Headquarters, I think it's uh, Friday the 22nd. Next Friday the 22nd. All right, right, so one week from today, we are back at Perfume Headquarters. I will have more Scoot on the Air 
tuned in t-shirts. Now, we use the term tuned in because if you're, you know, if, if you're tuned into this show, physically you're tuned in. You know, you got it all tuned in. But, but I'm talking about emotionally. If you get the show, then we consider you to be tuned in. So I wanted to have t-shirts to sort of um, recognize those of you who are really tuned into the show. Uh, they're black t-shirts with uh, white letters. In fact, I'll, I'll post a, a picture of the t-shirts on my Facebook page, Scoot on the Air. And I'll have some of those to give away uh, next Friday at uh, Perfume Headquarters. And uh, love just uh, just giving them away to, to some of you. And uh, we'll do another uh, Trivial Pursuit question from Perfume Headquarters. And the first person to come by with the answer will get a Scoot on the Air coffee mug. All right, let's see. I, I love starting the show with some of the early text messages because we talk about so many things that we're going to talk about during the show that we just get a, we get a, a, a potpourri of uh, text messages coming into the beginning. So let's go to Ian for some of the early texts. Uh, we're going to start out with kind of a compounding corrections corner here. What did you say about the New Orleans Bowl? I didn't quite hear that. Uh, it, is it the New Orleans? It's the RNL. The RNL Carriers? RNL Carriers. Bowl, I said RNL Delivery. Yeah. Carriers Delivery. Okay. I, yeah, I'm. I'm yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's the, okay. Look, the RNL uh, Carriers Bowl. But I think we may be getting some teams mixed up here. People are reminding us that it's the Jacksonville State Gamecocks, not South Carolina. The South Carolina Gamecocks are not playing in the New Orleans Bowl. You know, when I said that, it didn't make sense, but I saw the truck that said Gamecocks, and so I came in here thinking South Carolina go. Gamecocks. That's but it's fair. the Jacksonville State Gamecocks. Correct. Thank you for correcting me on that. Uh, I, you know, I was just uh, going on my my instincts when I saw the Gamecocks and truck pulled up to the to the dome. But anyway, thank you for correcting me. Move fast. Break things. Here's a text that says, please don't talk about peeing in the shower. You're just going to trigger Janice. What? What? And we don't need that. For, <laughs> we don't need that for the Wait. holidays. Why are you going to, why are you going to do Janice dirty like that? I don't think that that would trigger Janice. I don't think a lot of things will. No, but I don't think that would trigger Janice. If, if there was an article on like, you know, we're all going to die.com. I said, well, you're right. I don't so, know. You know, if we're peeing in the shower, will you know cause you know Satan to come back? You know, you know and, and Janice hell loves, on earth. Janice loves sending me um, these uh, articles <sighs> from the endoftimes.com website. The end of times. I mean, you know, if you if you're looking for negative stuff, you can find it out there, and a lot of it's on the end of times. I mean, look at the website, endoftimes.com. Yeah, and that's that's just some guy. Who says, you know, I can make a million dollars this year by just putting out fake news that scares people and it'll keep them coming back. And then they get hooked and they're like, well, this is the only website I trust. And that you're just yeah. you're just giving that guy your attention and your money and stop. Yeah. And uh, some of the stuff is is mildly true. It's it's mildly factual, but it, but it's exaggerated. And, and uh, again, you know, when you when you think about all the things that are going on in the world, if you want to live in a negative world, you have a right to do that. This is America. And if you want to if you want to be swallowed up in all the negativity and if you want to think about all the bad things that can happen to you, think about all the bad things that can happen to your organs that can happen to you walking down the street uh, when you when you're worried about the border or Hamas and you're worried about all this. I mean, I mean people think about the people that are looking for um, something to be negative about when it comes to drag queens and trans people. And by the way, the Trans Siberian Orchestra is not a bunch of trans people on stage playing music. I want to clear that up. There might be a couple. There might be a few. You don't know. Yeah, and, you know there were some guys there with like really long hair and, and you know f you know kind of soft features and yeah. you know they might be mistaken for somebody high, who's trans. But high cheekbones. Yeah, not necessarily. But then you've got this guy in our news and the story's on our website www.com from Chauvin, 34 years old. The guy faces sex crimes involving a victim under the age 
of six. Gross. Six years old. Jesus. Guess what? The guy's not a trans person. Guess what? The guy's not a drag queen. So the people that you are being told to worry about are not the problem. These other people are the problem. People who look just like you, they're the problem. Two more quick ones uh, in regard to uh, what happens in the shower. This texter says, I used to work shift work on eight, off eight. So I started brushing my teeth in the shower and I still do it today. That's it. Oh, did I give it away? That is it. Well, no, it's okay. I mean, the, the guy, uh, the guy got it. it. Uh, they both, oh, we don't have to drag this on for the entire show. We can still talk about it later. But Taylor Swift and Kelly Clarkson are two people who brush their teeth in the shower. And I would have never thought to do that. I, I don't know why. But I mean, I shower, but I would never have thought to brush my teeth in the shower. I would, would you? I would be worried that I would get sh- shampoo or soap yeah. on my toothbrush or something. It just seems like those should be two different things. I wouldn't. Yeah, I would have never thought about that. Uh, brushing your teeth doesn't take that long, and and I just thought it was kind of odd that uh, these two people um, are known to brush their teeth in the shower. But but that's it. Do you look at yourself in the mirror when you brush your teeth? Uh, yeah, I do. I think I do too. Yeah, and I think it would be. It, it would be unwholesome to to do otherwise. Yeah, I I, I think it's okay to you know because you know you're doing something positive. You're brushing your teeth yeah. and you could look at yourself. Give um, yourself a little pep talk, couple positive yeah. affirmations. You know, you kind of like you know like you you're in a, this, like, you're in a, like you're in a like you're in a, a, a commercial for Carpe toothpaste. Diem. Yeah, you know, you, you know, four you out know, of five yeah. dinners. No, okay. Yeah, uh, some people are just responding to my text, my complaint about my thumbs. Somebody says, Ian, try a Microsoft curved keyboard. Another texter says, do some stretching exercises before you let someone cut on you. Thank you. If you have any other uh, tips about, um, you know, how I should take care of my little fingertips, because it's not like I can stop typing. It's not like I can stop texting. I can't with my job and and what's going on in my life. So if you know any other preventative cures to help me from suffering through these fingertip uh, pains, I'd appreciate it. All right. If you want to join us with a comment this afternoon, it is free for all Friday. The Oakwood Art Jewelers Talk and Text Line is 504-260-1870. So have you heard about this thing? I think it's called um, Whamageddon. And there are, apparently there's some social media uh, thing going on where the goal is to go from now until the end of the year without hearing last Christmas by Wham. This guy who does the music at a soccer game in the UK got in trouble because there were 7,000 people there and the guy played as, you know, music in between, whatever. He played Last Christmas by Wham. And so all of those people who had been Going along with this thing, we're going to try to make it to the end of the year without hearing Last Christmas by Wham. That guy blew it for all of them. So we're going to try not to do that on this show. I don't know if anybody's following along with that. But, yeah, it's called Whamageddon, and and people are trying to avoid hearing Last Christmas by Wham. Now, we might play some versions of Last Christmas, but not by Wham. So I don't want to ruin it for you if if you're trying to make it to the end of the year without hearing Last Christmas by Wham. And if you are, I think that's somewhat of a... A noble effort. This is Last Christmas by Jimmy Eat World. I'm scooting. We'll be back. Yeah, it's uh, it's Friday afternoon, December 15th. We're in the, the Christmas season, so just uh, crank up your radio all day today. I appreciate those of you who are listening while you are working from your cars or your vehicles, delivering packages or whatever. I appreciate those of you who are listening at home. And those of you who are listening in your offices and wherever you are around the country, thank you for um, streaming our show on the Odyssey app or at WWL. 
Sportsnet.com. Some really big uh, NFL games this weekend. This is the weekend that the NFL takes over Saturday because college football is over except for the bowl games. So um, Saturday and Sunday, uh, NFL plays, and uh, the Saints and the Giants game could not be bigger for the Saints. And it's also a huge game for the Giants. So, um, you know, as I mentioned the other day, this was not seen as a as a big challenge for the Saints at the beginning of the season. But as I've often said, you know, you never know what teams are going to really come to life. And the Giants have really come to life. And so this is going to be a tough, tough battle for the Saints. Mathematically, they don't have to win it. But but emotionally, I mean, you know, the Saints and Saints fans need to just get away from this mentality of, oh, well, we don't have to win it. You know, mathematically, we don't have to win it. No, man, stop that talk. Just go out there and win the damn game. I mean, the Saints have the talent to do it. If they have the emotion and the passion to do it, they will beat the Giants Sunday afternoon. All right, since it's free-for-all Friday, let's get, uh, get through some of the serious stuff at the beginning of the show here. A Washington, D.C. jury is back at work. This is in the defamation case against former New York mayor and Trump sycophant Rudy Giuliani. The federal jury is weighing how much Rudy Giuliani will have to pay two former Georgia election workers for spreading lies about them over the 2020 Trump campaign defeat. Ruby Freeman and her daughter, Shay Moss, are seeking at least $24 million in damages, saying the lies that Giuliani spread, accusing them of ballot fraud, led to a barrage of racist threats, forcing them to go into hiding. Their attorney played a video of Giuliani just this week, still repeating false claims against the women. But his lawyer says Giuliani isn't responsible for the backlash. I'm Jackie Quinn. Well, I mean, that's a nice argument, but I mean, Rudy Giuliani did it. Uh, others did it. And and this is proof. I mean, once again, in the courts, there is um, factual evidence that the election was not stolen. And so now Rudy Giuliani is being held accountable. Rudy, cut back on the drinking. If you've got a problem, find somewhere to get help because uh, it, it seems like he may have uh, an issue with that. But Rudy Giuliani went from, from being America's mayor after 9-11 to being a total clown, a buffoon. And he was just one of those who was just such a diehard Trump fan that he was spreading lies. And you can't do that in America. You know, we have laws. We have protection for citizens. You can't tell something publicly about somebody if it's not true. And so Rudy Giuliani, I, I, you know, I hope he pays the consequences because he needs to be set up as an example of people that, you know, that, um, that, 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 that can't get away with this kind of stuff. And Giuliani apparently is now begging for mercy from the court. Oh, please don't go so hard on me. I'm just an innocent idiot. Uh, you know, I don't know. Anyway, I, I hope he's held accountable because um, people need to know that you just can't go around and doing that kind of stuff. All right. Is anybody excited about a potential rematch from the 2020 election? About half of Democrats who responded to a poll by the Associated Press and the Nork Center for Public Affairs Research said they would be very or somewhat satisfied if President Joe Biden became the party's 2024 nominee. Two-thirds of Republicans polled said they would be satisfied with former President Donald Trump as the Republican nominee. But among all the adults surveyed, 56% said they'd be very or somewhat dissatisfied with Biden as the Democratic president 
presidential nominee, and 58% said they'd be very or somewhat dissatisfied with Trump as the GOP nominee. Of all the adults surveyed, only 42% said they have a favorable view of Biden, and 36% said the same of Trump. Donna Water, Washington. But isn't it amazing that with that information, Trump does so well in the, in the polls? You know, I don't know if these polls are accurate. You know, you and I have seen in the past when polls are not accurate. So I don't know if these polls are accurate, but there was a, a Bloomberg morning consult uh, poll on Trump and Biden in a head-to-head competition in, in different key states. And right now in Wisconsin, Trump is at 45%. Biden is at 41%. In Georgia, Trump is at 49%. Biden is at 43%. In Michigan, Trump is at 46%. Biden is at 42%. Pennsylvania, Trump 46, Biden 44. Nevada, Trump 47, Biden 44. North Carolina, Trump 49, Biden 40. Arizona, Trump 46, Biden 42. Some of these are within the margin of error, so they're essentially a tie. It's close. But Trump is leading in all of those those key states, according to a new poll. Okay, it is on, and you know on this show we're going to track it. The Republicans in Congress have now approved an impeachment inquiry into President Biden. The resolution is adopted. House members voted 221 to 212 to authorize an impeachment inquiry into President Joe Biden with every Republican voting for it and every Democrat against. Republicans are focused on Hunter Biden and his overseas business dealings from which they accuse the president of personally benefiting. Representative James Comer is leading the probe. We have accumulated mountains of evidence that's concerning. Massachusetts Democrat Jim McGovern attacked the inquiry. They work for Donald Trump. He says jump, they respond how high. Speaker Mike Johnson says the evidentiary record is impossible to ignore, while in a statement, President Biden questioned GOP priorities and called it a baseless political stunt. Meanwhile, GOP lawmakers say they'll begin contempt of Congress proceedings against Hunter Biden, who delivered a statement outside Capitol Hill instead of appearing for a private deposition yesterday. Republicans do not want an open process where Americans can see their tactics. Jennifer King, Washington. You know, let's just get get on with it. I mean, if there's evidence, if there are facts to back up the impeachment of of, of Biden, then impeach Biden. I, I'm for it if the, if the facts are there. Now, if anybody were to suggest that this is just political, you're right. But everything is just political. Everything is political. So it's all just political. I mean, sometimes it comes down to, you know, right or wrong. And, and some of the things that do come up against Democrats and Republicans are not just politically motivated. I mean, they're, they're actual, actual issues. But almost everything is, uh, is politically motivated. Uh, I'm not excited about the possibility of it being another Trump-Biden election in 2024. And I, I'm, I don't want to get into it today. But I'm concerned about this country. I'm concerned about what happens after the election. I'm deeply concerned about what happens if Trump doesn't win. That doesn't represent the majority of Americans. But there are enough out there who are right-wing radicals where there could be trouble. And so I'm, I'm concerned. And, and we'll get a better sense of that next year. No need to get into it now. But, I mean, I, I hope everybody would just remain calm and we have an election like we used to do. You know, remember America? Remember, remember what America used to be like? We had elections and, you know, people were just passionately supporting a candidate and their candidate didn't win and they were just passionately disappointed. 
but then they just moved on. That might not happen again this time. When Trump lost because Trump tried to convince everybody that the election was stolen, which it wasn't, and apparently he knew it wasn't, uh, there, there, there was trouble. And so anyway, I, I don't want to get into that today, but uh, it, you know, it's something we're going to be following. Uh, and, and it's something that I think that we should all think about. As passionate as you are about your candidate, if your candidate loses, Trump or Biden, if it comes down to that, then just accept it and move on. This is America. There's never been an election where there wasn't a large group of people who were disappointed. But they were civil, and they just moved on and did the best they could to get somebody else elected the next time. So America's changed, but I, 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 hope, we, uh, I hope we change and, and, and don't go back to that immediate reaction where there's just a, a, lot, of, um, a lot of talk of violence if, if somebody doesn't win. And, uh, you know, there's going to be another... Um, there's going to be another rash of uh, complaints that the election was stolen, depending on who wins. I still think, and I am still hopeful, that it does not come down to Biden and Trump in 2024. It might, but I still think things can happen where it's not going to be Trump and Biden in 2024. All right, let's go to Ian with a couple of uh, quick text messages. Uh, here's a text that says, hey, it's Dr. Bobby here. I'll be in New Orleans next week for the weekend. If you're going to be live, I'm coming to Perfume headquarters to visit you live and live in color. Doctor, it would be an honor to uh, see you, and uh, considering what you do for a living, it would be an honor to shake your hand and, uh, and meet you. Uh, here's a text that says, what happens if he does, oh wait, no, that's, uh, well sure, what the hell. What happens if he does win? The anarchist and leftist radicals will burn and riot again. You want to bet? You know, they might, and I, you know, I, I am as against that as I am against the right-wing radicals. I, I, I don't give anybody a pass on, on this show, so if, if Trump wins, you know... The right wing radical, I mean, the left wing radicals and Antifa and all those people, they need to suck it up and just move on. Here's a text that says, I'm nervous for the country, whether Biden wins or Trump wins. I think they will both cause dramatic issues nationwide. It's really sad that in this country where we have free elections, that we have gotten to this point and it's our fault. We have gotten to this point, all of us. We, the people, the politicians, and everybody is to blame. Here's a text that says, it's harder to accept a Trump win when he is talking about retribution upon his opponents. I, I know. And um, what, will, what, would, what would he try to do uh, with talk show hosts that, that don't suck up to him? He said he's going to obliterate MSNBC. He's going to, he wants to execute his former joint chief of staff. I mean. I mean, he can't do that. I mean, well, should, he's joking. He doesn't really mean it. Well, you shouldn't. You shouldn't joke about that stuff well, if, if you're you, the president of the United States. Have some respect for the office. If you can't joke about killing Trump, then Trump shouldn't joke about killing people. There you go. So, you know, yeah, I mean, what about talk show hosts that don't uh, totally agree with him but exercise their freedom of speech? Should talk show hosts like that be afraid of Trump? If Trump wins, should talk show hosts like that be afraid something's going to happen to them? <sighs> If you want to join us with a comment, the Oakland Heart Jewelers Talk and Text Line is 504-260-1870. On the Scoot on the Air Rock Culture calendar, on this day in 1969, the Vietnam War was just raging on. And it looked like it was going to go on forever. And uh, John Lennon and Yoko Ono decided to launch a campaign with billboards in 11 major cities. The billboard said, the war is over if you want it. Love, John, and Yoko. 
And a couple of years later, in 1971, they turned that slogan, The War is Over, into a Christmas song. You know, when I, I, I think about the, the potential violence in, in, in America over an election, um, I can't help but, you know, look back and, and think about how the Nixon administration looked at John Lennon as a national security threat because John Lennon was against the war. John Lennon was promoting peace. And for that reason, they wanted to deport him. I'm Scoot on the air. It's free for all Friday. And we're coming back on WWL. All right, Kid Rock was one of those who uh, started the boycott against Bud Light. Remember, he uh, went into a backyard area and uh, took a gun and shot up a bunch of cans of Bud Light. This was all because uh, Bud Light reached out and they, uh, they got a transgender social media star, Dylan Mulvaney, involved in trying to promote online to promote Bud Light. And right-wing radicals went crazy. And Kid Rock was one of those who went crazy. And then Kid Rock, being a hypocrite like so many are, Kid Rock got caught during the boycott drinking Bud Light. So the guy obviously likes Bud Light. Well, Kid Rock was now interviewed by Tucker Carlson online, and he said it's time to call off the boycott. He said, quote, they deserved a black eye. They got one. Did I want to hold their head underwater and drown them because they made a mistake? No. I think they got the message. So... Kid Rock says it's time to call off the boycott and start drinking Bud Light again. Will you do that? And, and do boycotts really work? What about the NFL boycott? What about all those who were saying, I'm boycotting the NFL. I'll never watch that NFL game again. I ain't watching that NFL. And a lot of people who had that attitude do talk like that. So what happened to that boycott? The, the NFL is thriving. Ratings are good for the NFL. So what happened to that boycott? I mean, these boycotts make a lot of noise. And and look, Bud Light did have decreasing sales for a long time, for months. And so they fired the person who made the decision to reach out to uh, Dylan Mulvaney. But I always thought it was interesting that, you know, some, 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 some person who considers themselves to be like just a tough American drinks Bud Light. That they would allow a trans person to cause them to stop drinking their favorite beer. I mean, that doesn't sound very strong to me. All right, let's go to New Orleans. Uh, Longshoreman, you're on WWL. Yeah, Scoot, am I okay? I'm on my phone. Uh, I'm not feeding back. Huh? No, you're good. Okay, good. Look, I worked in uh, in Los Angeles. My grandfather's from here. I've been in Los Angeles most of my life, but I came back here. My grandfather's company did the emergency response. For, so I have an emergency response radio program and. uh I had it in Los Angeles at my time. When, but we had a company that did emergency response at, at Camille. We did the oil spill. I'm about to say oil spill because I'm living here now again. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I listened to you so long ago when you called the Pope, dude. And I'm not from here. I'm not from New Orleans. I, I mean, I was born here, but I, I just moved back here. I did emergency response for the oil spill. I did, I did the uh, at Hurricane Ida recently. And I heard you on the radio about two days ago. I don't listen to radio. Well, I do now. Uh, I heard you stream. Somebody told me, Scoot, I'm like, is that that guy? That you? So I'm connecting with you. I've never heard your show in 20 years. What got me to call you, though, believe it or not, was the bumper music. I didn't know who you were. The bumper music, since I was in radio, too, and I'm not bragging. I never, didn't reach the heights that you did. I just did emergency response. That's how I came to this city, and that's why I moved back. I love it here. And I just got to tell you, you, I'm sincere. 
You are a Christmas present to me because you are one crazy dude, man. You would call the Vatican. And I, I mean, I listened to Walter and Johnston or whatever they were. The, and then I did a lot of radio in, 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 in Los Angeles for emergency response, not, not to entertain people, but, you know, kind of like you guys do when the hurricanes hit. You know, I worked three hurricanes here in New Orleans. Yeah. I uh, actually stayed at the uh, Roosevelt. I had a room there for almost six weeks during the oil spill. And I laughed because a guy called in. They were talking about cleaning the birds. And then the guy told me they were cleaning the birds, and they wanted to fry the pelicans in peanut oil. <laughs> and I'm like, what do you know that? So the whole thing about this city, I, you know, I'm born here, Baptist Hospital, 1950. I, I came here. I worked Hurricane, uh, all these responses. And now I'm getting to listen. I don't mean to bore you listening all these. But for me, this is a Christmas present because I don't think the people of New Orleans here realize you don't have this kind of show in Seattle and Los Angeles. And I'm in the business, Scoot. I'm retired now, but I was in the business just like you, but a, but a minor part emergency response radio. And we used to play bumper music, and I like the fact that when your bumper music goes out, you don't cut it and you start talking about that logo place you do. By the way, I bought some logo stuff from there. Oh, nice. The logo Good. Express place on Good. the West Bank. Hey, I'm not going to keep you so much longer, but here, right, and your screener, or your, your, your right-hand guy, Ian, I believe, it, yeah. what a gentleman he is. So. Well, oh, he's, thank yeah, you so he's much. Longshoreman, thank, I'm thank gonna you. Go, I'm going to go make sure that everybody knows you. See, our company came here. we got about 12 of us to move back here now. I appreciate uh, We're all that. musicians, and the mu- music business here, oh, my God, there's so many great musicians. And That's cool. So we're all musicians, but we've been playing in L.A. where Whiskey and Go-Go and places like I don't want to brag about myself. This city has got some of the most unique things, and I'm sorry that you and I, I disagree. I'm a Democrat. I, I support the mayor. I think you're a little rough on her. But other than that, I just read some stuff online. And I went back and, uh, by the way, if nobody knows, you can catch Scoot on Facebook. You can catch him on reruns that he's already done if you missed him. That's what I did. I, I want to make sure you were the right dude. Well, this uh, is but a, thank you so much for taking my call. Quite a commercial and promo for our show. Longshoreman, thank you very much for that. It's, you pay it's that a, guy? It's an honor. No. It's an honor to talk to you, and um, I'm glad you found our show, and uh, especially with somebody with experience with the great radio and in radio. Uh, you understand uh, what we do and appreciate it, so uh, thank you very much. All right, it is the holiday season. I'm Scoot on the air. It's free for all Friday. All right, so are you ready to go back to drinking Bud Light? Or have you already done it, and you really don't want anybody to know? Did you really boycott Bud Light, or did you just, like, call radio shows and say, Yeah, I'm boycotting Bud Light! Why would you let a trans person separate you from your favorite beer? Why give them that power? Kid Rock is now saying, end the boycott against Bud Light. You ready to do that? The Okinawa Jewelers Talking Text Line is 504-260-1870. I'm Scoot on the air, and we'll be back on WWL. All right, free for all Friday now. Crank it up. Hope you're doing good today. It is going to be a cray-cray day in the city tomorrow with shopping and a bowl game in town and a huge game Sunday in the Caesars Dome, Superdome against the, uh, against the Giants. All right. Madonna fans are pissed off. Madonna is known for taking the stage late, but she went too far and some fans are just bashing her on social media. Can you remember uh, a concert that started just way too late? And, um, also, we'll talk about the, uh, the NFL games coming up this weekend. I'm Scoot, and we'll be back with more. It's free for all Friday on WWL.